Hello everyone, let's just jump right in and let's talk about boldness and standing up for what you believe to be true and right that works in any of the areas of your life. We were all called to be leaders starting with our own choice of how we will live our lives. Yes, there are great leaders and there are mediocre leaders and then there's just really poor leaders. Let me ask you, which one are you? God has called each one of us to be the light unto the world. So regardless of whether you choose to be, you are an example to others. Therefore, you are a leader. The question is, what kind of leader are you? What kind of an example are you? You were called and appointed to this. It's one of those, if not you, then who moments. Let's be clear. Leadership isn't always about standing at some podium or having some title. It is a role you are called to. For God made you to have a voice with the ability to make a difference in this world and it determines the path of the destiny of how you will lead your life and influence others or not. It doesn't care about your age or any specifics about you. You lead where you are. Maybe you've not considered these points before. Maybe you'll decide to start today. I hope so. Being a parent, you are a leader. Being a sibling, you are an influence, therefore you are a leader. Your leadership role is your responsibility to take on and it holds you accountable and responsible first in how you will lead your own life story, your own legacy. We automatically even look at our babies and we can see ways that they're learning to determine the character that they're already building. Leadership is not just the career mode of our lives. It first begins within us in making choices in our lives and leading the way. Leadership begins within our own personal life and the choices, regardless of what roles you're choosing to take on or you're called in, Leadership starts right here, and it's up to you to claim your destiny of success or failure. God calls His people to lead, so no matter who you are, I have something here today for each one of you to ponder. First of all, this has been a difficult couple of years, hasn't it? And we're exhausted by all of it. It wears us down in every way, but that's the plan. But keep in mind that the enemy's plan is to wear us down so our fighting power is weak and not strong. You know that, that saying like, I may know this, but it's good to hear it concept? Well, God told me to speak words of encouragement to you and how to begin to lead. And for some of you, even being a leader already to help you by speaking words to you to inspire your leadership to lead more effectively, especially in an uncertain and tired society of people on your work teams, in your families, schools, and churches. Leaders have to be encouragers, but they also need encouragement as well in order to maintain their focus. Most of the teams that they have, they don't realize that, so their leader gets worn down. They look at them, they look at their leaders as strong, but that strength, it has to be fed and cared for. We all need to be praying more 
and we need to be praying for one another. I want to encourage you to be strong, be steadfast. This pain will soon pass, and you will have joy again. With your faith in action, life will get better. The good news is, is your troubles are not here to stay. From the testimonies in the Bible, we find that those things come to pass. When we are worn down, we get negative and fearful, so we are depleted from this battle. In the midst of it, the enemy wants to discourage us, and he also wants to discourage you in your blessings as well. Be careful in these times what you allow to come out of your mouth. Be careful what you say. Be careful what you do. You see, this is not God's intention for you or his design. Know this. Leaders can fear failure, and they do at times. But with faith determination, they must find it in order to press on. So it is good to really think and pray on this one. Because you see, success is measured by how consistent and determined that you choose to be because this in itself provides a good balance to the character of your leadership. I want you to think of leadership as part of who you are, regardless of your age, the job you have, the task you have, the volunteer work you may do, the school that you go to. Whatever place that you are in your life and the stuff that you have going on in your life, I want you to listen to this, keeping in mind who you are and what you do with your life. Every time that you hear me say leader, I want you to know this is you. Kiddos, teenagers, retired folk, I am talking to you as well. We need leaders in every facet of life. I said every facet. And we are depending on you. You may feel broken and you may have every reason to feel justified in your feelings. And that is okay. Remember, brokenness is the vehicle that is making you stronger and humble as you decide to let the wholeness be your destination, your joy, and your healing, and your hopefulness. You do not have to be stuck on the side of the road. Mommies and daddies, grandparents, aunts and uncles, brothers and sisters, neighbors and teachers, your roles are very vital. When I say team, It is any group of people that you are part of in any given situation. It is leading yourself, raising your families, working with your spouse for a successful and loving relationship, supporting one another. It is any relationship in your life to be encouraging and strong. Leadership is about being an example to follow and being inspired by it. God expects us to lead. He doesn't want us to hide our light, but instead bring more light each day to our lives and sharing it with others. He wants us to fight the good fight of faith. Therefore, he wants us to believe we are who he says we are. Now, you know, we can be pretty passionate about what we believe in, especially if we are people who invest ourselves in the cause and we feel that we know what we're talking about, what we believe in. Now, of course, there are people who just follow what someone else says and takes their word for it, and it all stops right there. They don't dig any deeper. They don't realize that they would never, ever be lied to. Of course not. And 
Maybe that person that they're believing, oh, they would never lead them astray in order to advance their own beliefs. You know, Satan, he disguises himself as something really good, and he uses other people to trick you, even though those people may be really good people as well. Well, they're not seeking God on the matter because they're being tricked too. We each have something invested, and we tend to get argumentative about it. But be careful. Anytime that someone is pushing back on things or being argumentative, you need to look at yourself first and ask, what am I doing, if anything, that might be provoking that kind of behavior in this person or myself? And do I even truly know what I believe and why I believe it? Sometimes you need to detach yourself and refocus. Sometimes a leader is so focused on the mission that they may let their egos and their emotions get too involved and they don't see what's going on with their team and it causes a lot of problems. As a leader, you must know that it's not not all about you and your glory. It's about working together to get the mission accomplished. When the team wins, everyone wins. If you do not know how to follow, then you will never be a good leader of your team. Leading effectively is what you can work towards and be proud of. But in the beginning, be patient and realize that you first have to lay the foundation for your team, just like on a house. It needs solid ground in which to be built upon. And sometimes, We have to work with other leaders who think that we are weak, but by being a good follower, we can gain our own strength and we can learn from those experiences. It's another season, another season of life to add to our story. We can always learn something, whether it's a good thing or it's a not so good thing. We will soon find out. When we think of what not to do and what to do, It then becomes part of a strategic plan. What you must do is show up, work hard, and do your job. Accomplish the mission and eventually people will recognize who's leading the mission, regardless of who says or does what. Everyone on your team needs to know their job and feel part of the team. Do not allow your ego to get in the way. It's better to have others praising you than everyone hearing you praise about yourself. Not everyone needs to hear your complaints because then it appears you have lost control and you are playing the blame game. Let us not lose the art of patience, especially living in this microwave society of we want everything in an instance or you're thinking, or they're thinking, that you must immediately answer that cell phone when it's ringing. Patience. Patience should should be having faith that when we work at it and do it the right way, do the right thing, it will work out. Yet keep in mind that everything takes time, and maybe we have to learn as we go. It's called on-the-job training. And it's much like being a parent whenever we do these kinds of things in raising our children. Instant gratification is going to lead to problems. Sometimes it just won't happen. 
I am talking leadership in all aspects of our lives. A leader must take ownership and oftentimes by detaching yourself from a situation simply long enough to be able to refocus on what you may not be doing to make things better. Instead of always pointing fingers at your team or in other relationships in your life, detaching is very helpful because otherwise we tend to overthink and we don't pay as much attention to the other areas of our lives, which then suffers. We toss and we turn at night and our minds keep working overtime. Not only do our bodies need rest, but so does our minds, our hearts, and our emotional well-being. A leader must be good to take care of themselves, take care of those areas in their lives. Remember, it is leading by example. No one wishes to be fake. It's exhausting. And no one wishes to be led by a fake. So be true to yourself. Be consistently you. By being consistently you, that means that you have the same personality wherever you go, whomever you are around. It's less exhausting and instead life-giving. Let the true you shine. One of the number one complaints that leaders share, they say that my people, my team, they're not accomplishing what I need them to do. Yes. This is so true, and you know it all too well. Oftentimes, the people that we are trying to lead are a lot like our children, a reflection of us, a reflection of our leadership, so they can't disappoint us. You say, your people are not doing what you need them to do, and you need them to step up and solve problems. But why aren't they? Most likely, whether you see it or not, you're probably micromanaging them. And that's a big red flag for a leader. That's a dictator or some disciplinarian. You, as a leader, are supposed to hire and find good people and train them in it and communicate with them and then get out of their way and allow them to do their job. If you find them incompetent, find out why and see if you can assist them to get to know more about what's going on. Or if you don't have time to do it, find someone that can help them. If they don't work out, then let them go on to other opportunities. But this part, it's on you. And no one gets the power without the process. You have to give to get. Remember that. Here's an example of what you should have happen. If as a leader you say, um, this happened um, whenever you showed up late for a meeting, When you arrive, you should wish that this happens in scenario one here. Um, you go in and your, and your team says, okay, boss, this is what we went over so far. This is what we agree on, et cetera, et cetera. But then you flip flop it to the other scenario too. You shouldn't want to see them just simply sitting there, just waiting on you to take charge. So let's go back to scenario one. You want to hear, we solved this, this is what we're doing, but we need your input. As a leader, you have to find a balance in that area. You see, 100%, you are micromanaging if they're waiting on you to come in and make all of the decisions. Why even have a team? You're just telling them what to do. Just like your children, your team has to understand how things work and why. 
So lay it out for them by explaining the why, because they need to know what they need to do. And the next time you may see the success scenario playing out. They need to know how to solve problems. As in all aspects in life, clear and outline communication is important. And while it may feel you shouldn't have to explain anymore, never assume they know. But by asking questions of them and making sure we are clear, are we clear? It saves overall time and money. And it's your job as a leader to know if they understand these aspects. Otherwise, as a leader, you are failing. Think of training yourself and your team for battle and think of the idea of an unfair fight that you have to train them for. The training should actually be harder than the actual combat. And if you train them like that, then they will be able to handle the things and take charge. Ongoing training, it helps them to become better and makes them think. Never assume that your team knows things will be done as you expect them unless you train them for that. Be humble because humility, it is the most important quality of a leader. It helps you to learn. That's not being passive. No one knows everything. So if you think you do, then you're just fooling yourself. Always keep in mind that everyone has something to bring to the table. It is your job to discover what that is by by getting to know your team. You can learn from others and you don't have all the answers. What can you do to develop the trust? Ask yourself that. Only you can. How do you acquire it? Ask yourself, What is it like to be the person of character and who can provide your team with the tools that they need? Everyone has input and even the smallest of ideas can expand and come together to become greatness with everyone's input and working together. This also provides some vital ingredients to the mix. What is missing on our teams today? That is. That that everyone has a role to play and portion to contribute. And that is a sense of importance, a sense of belonging, a sense of matter. As a leader, keep those ingredients at the forefront of your mind and you will conquer knowing how to build teams of greatness where every part of it matters. Once you've taken your steps to decide to jump into your leadership role in your life, you are ready for the next step. To add further to your list of character traits, to upgrade your mindset about yourself, add Game Changer to the role of your leadership. Game Changers, they truly take responsibility because Game Changers, they are people who have the ability and the opportunity to turn things around. They have confidence because they have made the decision to make a difference in the circumstances that they face. They can do this because they took the time to invest in themselves and they know who they are. You see, Game Changers, they are people who continually want to learn and they've already made the decision to never allow any circumstances or even their age to limit them in learning new things and being introduced to new ideas. 
I have a master's degree in leadership, and I claim to be a forever student, searching and seeking to learn new things and adding to my knowledge. It wasn't my graduate studies that I learned about game changers. It was by desire to know more and more and by seeking to obtain more knowledge. I seek various sources of learning, and it was when I was diving in and listening to Graham Cook who opened my eyes to this other important element of leadership. I believe being open to your learning sources and teachers, that helps you to create the best version of you. It moves you further to stepping up in your leadership role and not waiting on someone else to ask you or instead do it for you. Get this, Graham Cook says that game changers ask themselves, who can I be? in this moment. I now think of that, those words, that statement, when I'm in a situation. He goes on to say, game changers make decisions based on their identity of who they are, who they are in Christ, and what they know from their experiences already. They can make decisions and take actions based on those things, rather than standing in the tough circumstances unsure of what to do. They're always learning who they can be in this very moment. They know how to become something in a situation, so they begin to know how to get above the problem or the issue and not stay beneath it. You see, otherwise, nothing ever changes. We definitely could use some game changers. Will you be one of them? When it comes to thinking of a leadership example to follow, a mentor to look to in leading your life, one of the greatest examples you will ever find is Jesus. In fact, he was the perfect leader and the greatest game changer of all times. By putting the Lord first, by making him the Lord of your life, he will help you to achieve greatness. If you've not thought of yourself as a leader, or if you're rethinking your whole leadership role in your life, and you're considering taking the leap of faith to jump in, but you are still hesitant or fearful, remember these things. Isaiah 4.32 tells us, When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. Exodus 14.14 The Lord will fight for you. You need only be still. John 15, 16, I choose you, and I appointed you. Luke 1, 37, for nothing is impossible with God. Micah 6, 8, do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with your God. Philippians 4, 6, do not be anxious for anything. be further encouraged and to learn more about Game Changers, you can find it on Graham Cook's YouTube channel entitled Game Changers. Get your notebook and get your or your journal and, and make sure you have it with you because you will want to write down lots of notes and read through it throughout the week and just encourage yourself. But I want to leave you with this. Until next time, remember and meditate on this. If we open up our hearts in fear or dread, it opens up our hearts for just that. 
Proverbs 4.23 says, Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do. It flows from your heart. Keep your heart protected. Expand your learning horizons this week. As you go about your day, God will equip you. You are not alone. Remember that. Rise up in your own community and make your voice heard. We need you now.